Okay, here it is. I'm Joey. I'm Brian. And welcome to our show. What is it called, Joey? It is called In the Middle with Joey and Brian. We believe. We're not, we, we're mostly settled on that. I think it should be Brian and Joey, but Joey has, uh, I think he's won this one because we can't, well, yes, Joey and Brian it is. Well, Joey ends with a Y and Brian ends with an N. It just sounds better ending with an N. I guess that's fair. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Perfect. So, uh, what is that podcast about, Brian? Um, Everything what, and anything. Yeah, right? I think it's, a, it's, it's going to be an exploration for both of us and I, hopefully for our audience and people that we bring on. I think it's about changing, uh, looking at something and seeing what we can, um, I don't know, how perspectives are different according to different people we meet and how... Um, I don't know. Well, the way I look at it is that uh, Brian and I have so much love and respect for one another, yet we uh, see things differently. So um, that doesn't mean that my ideas are better than his or vice versa. It's just that we can have different opinions and we can share and and hope to educate each other in the process and maybe think differently. Mm. Um, Just broaden our uh, sense of understanding things on a deeper level and maybe share that with others. Um, Yeah, I I might pop in there one of the best things i got recently best advice i've gotten recently is uh to expand enough so both sides are possible or are truth and i think that's something that we've been able to explore that even when we disagree or um there often seems to be at least something we agree on and then it turns out we're actually not that different and our ideas perhaps aren't as different as the world makes them seem yeah, and I'll add to that as well. I mean, um, it takes practice, right? There have been times where we've had conversations where um, we've really annoyed each other and upset <laughs> each other, actually, and thinking that um, and snapping uh, or being reactive and um, feeling unheard or like there's something wrong that we don't we're not in agreement with something, rather than being uh, getting evolving and getting to a place where we can have uh, different minds and. Um, Again, going back to the basics of just um, respecting one another, another for being different too. And ultimately, our experiences define how we see reality, right? So he's had a life, I've had a life, and they're both different from our upbringings, right? I grew up in London, and uh, Brian here grew up. Where'd you grow up, Brian? Uh, a bunch of places, but most of the time in Texas. There you go. Yeah. So, you know, an American and a Brit and uh, an Italian American, an Italian Brit, that. So, um, you know, I grew up um, very, uh, what's the word? I didn't feel like I belonged uh, growing up in the UK. Uh, not in a bad way, poor me way, but um, my birth name is Giuseppe. Um, and um, I was one of the very few kids that weren't English. And um, um, yeah, I just felt very different from my peers. Um, I don't know if that would be my reality if I grew up in Italy, but I have felt equally as different to my peers. I, I, I couldn't mm. tell you, but I'm curious. I remain curious. And I think that's one of my biggest assets is that I try and um, be curious about things that I don't understand rather than judgmental. Mm. Um, and mm-hmm. it doesn't always mean that I land perfectly. I'm human, um, flaws and all. Um, yeah, no, I think that's fantastic. And I... I think as we're uh, exploring this, I mean, I grew up a uh, military family, so moved a ton uh, about 14 times before I was 18, actually. It's my fun fact that I tell people. And what I think that also does is I've also been in the world where I don't feel like I belong, and then suddenly I'm whisked away to another place. And so um, I think keeping my mind open and keeping, uh, I think curiosity is such a great word to bring into this. Um, 
when you're curious, you're childlike, and I think there's ability to explore and expand, and that's what ultimately this world, in my humble opinion, needs a bit more of. And uh, I think as we go through these different perspectives or something, that ability to expand into each other's realms and then accept and love each other, and then ultimately find some level of a middle ground. Um, And I think that's where the world uh, needs maybe a little helping hand. And that's, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if perhaps we can give a little bit of that. Um, So today we were talking a bit and there was something that I think Joey... Had. Yeah, I came up. It came up in my morning pages. We do morning pages. We do. Honest way. So in my morning pages this morning, I was. Uh, it came up clearly that I have fear, and what's the fear about? And trying to get to the root of um, what it means, and uh, is it real, and um, what's it trying to tell me or help me uh, understand? And obviously, fear has a purpose. So I always try to maybe outrun fear or. Uh, I've tried to build a life where I think I can eradicate fear and it's just not possible. The harder I try to eradicate it or outrun it, uh, the more prevalent it seems to be in my life. So rather than surrendering and being acceptance that it's here and it's here to stay um, and getting used to it and comfortable with it and allowing it to have a space but not take a big space um, is what I came to conclude in my morning pages today rather than... um, you know, I had this mindset of being like, oh, you know, if I earn a bit more money this year and secure more stuff, um, I'll be more safe and more permanent in this impermanent world. And it's not true. Um, so just that surrender and that mindset of being like, oh, I had an epiphany as I was writing. It was being like, oh, I can't, I'm never going to be, have, I'm never going to eliminate fear. And so what do I need to do instead is just try and find a way of being okay with it. Yeah, I think uh, something that pops out there right away is fear and surrendering, just those two words. And in order to perhaps face fear, it's to allow it to pass over us and through us and accept its place in our lives and then go, okay, how do I how do I either use this, let it pass through me and go use these other tools that I've, you know, I've lived with to get through these issues or these fears. And so I, I think surrendering is such a... Um, it's got such a connotation of loss, of losing something, but I think perhaps surrendering is actually power. And uh, maybe maybe when you surrender to something as powerful as fear, you actually not only are more powerful than it, but you outsmart it a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, I think uh, I don't want to veer off topic but i was curious i was like as we're talking like who are we uh, how do we know each other <laughs> oh yeah um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> there we go gives a clue <laughs> um so yeah. brian and i met <laughs> uh back in april of this year we met on tinder of all places oh, um, yeah we did um but in a beautiful <laughs> way uh we used utilized a technology that is uh, newer in our lives, and uh, we're t- able to use, utilize it for good. Yes, um, not evil. Um, and, and yeah, I think uh, I we met or we spoke for a few times. Not even a few times. Maybe no, four messages. Yeah, it was very. Wait, wait. Okay, wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna paint a little picture here. First of all, we just went through this story today because on the street we were stopped by somebody who was like, "Tell us your story," and we were like, "Okay." And what synchronicity and divine. Uh, it's just so interesting to me that, and then here we are doing this right now, speaking about this. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, we were uh, Tinder about 
four messages in, Joey here was like, let's go on a hike. And I said, okay, sure. And yeah, all of the connotations there, I just, I didn't know what to make of this man. His pictures were very handsome and he was in gym attire and, and then very uh, suited up. So I, I just couldn't figure out this guy. Um, and then we had like an hour and a half hike and conversation. Yeah, it was very intellectual. We spoke a little about politics, a bit about um, our lives, um, our experiences, yeah. um, stocks. Um, and oh my gosh, you're right, stocks. Yeah. We shared a lot of kind of uh, <laughs> oh, no. common interests and mm -hmm. were on the same kind of path, which was exciting to me. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we ended our hike and um, bid farewell. And, uh, <laughs> he gave me a hug and I was like, okay, that guy's never going to be seeing me again. Um, he's not interested. Uh, yeah, and then it just kind of expanded from there. And I, yeah, I, I remember texting him that night about a, a podcast. I, I, I love Jordan Peterson. Uh, you might not, but that's okay. Um, but I do. <laughs> Wait, and, me or the audience? The audience. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I love his lecturers. Uh, I've learned a lot from just uh, just going through the biblical series and uh, just even the 12 rules, just his mindset around uh, psychology and uh, the mind and uh, mm. a way to orientate yourself, orient yourself in the world. And um, I found it instrumental in my life. And mm. so I shared a particular episode with Brian. I sent him a message that night and uh, um, yeah, just kind of, we went on a few dates after that and uh, um, grew our bond. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's where uh, you know, here we are in fear land and we're talking about surrendering and stuff. And this is something at that time, I wasn't necessarily looking for uh, what I'm now in uh, with Joey. And and I think at that time, the, there was some draw that I didn't quite understand. I don't know, not that I didn't understand it, but I was like, oh, this is this could be serious. This could be good. This could be... Um, I didn't realize. Uh, for me, I was, I was always looking for... Um, not always looking, I think that sounds so... Uh, uh, I don't even know what that sounds like, but I was looking for love. Um, and I was looking for it. I wasn't even looking for it. I think I was open to it. And so mm. I was open to saying yes to everything where love could potentially find me. Mm. Um, and I felt ready. And so, um, you know, I didn't live in this place where... Um, rejection was an issue for me, even though, you know, it doesn't feel good. Of course not. But um, I think it was more about um, just wanting to share my life with someone. And so mm. I realized, and it took me a long time to realize all I had to do was just show up as me and eventually I'll find someone that likes that and that's enough. Ah, that's true. Um, but for the longest time I used to put on an act thinking I'd behave or say things that I think you'd want me to hear, say or you'd want to hear or... Uh, be cute and um, those ones never really lasted and so I just wanted to be a gentleman be kind treat someone the way I would want to be treated and uh, hope for the best yeah what's funny in all of that is I think when he when he's saying this I'm like well he was funny and sweet and kind and all of these things so you know it's 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 interesting to um, look back at that and be like oh yeah you you were fully yourself and uh, and I think at that time I was I guess open is the right word, perhaps, but um, but yeah, it wasn't something I was seeking or you know I was worried about finding right now, uh, and it, you know that that I think in a way allows something to happen, uh, that created the space for something to happen. And I think that's perhaps what uh, how it occurred for me. Um, as I heard that coming out of your lips, like or oh, as you were saying it, um, fear crept in. 
<gasps> what? Yeah. Fear about what? Fear is the topic for today. Yeah, I guess so. We, we, Not bad fear. I think it's healthy fear, right? Fear of oh, you weren't you weren't looking for a relationship, and here we are in a relationship. Oh. And, what does that mean? Oh, right? interesting. So interesting. Like, no, I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't against a relationship. I just wasn't actively going, oh, it's time for date number four with, you know, yeah. I don't no, know. I hear you, I hear you, yeah. I think. But, uh, you know, as we have a conversation mm. about stuff that mm. we haven't heard from one another, I think it's in- interesting how uh, fear can pop in and yeah. it's normally our own insecurities and it's not anything you've necessarily said. It's just yeah. more how it lands, right? Oh, yeah. No, I, re- I remember maybe three or four months in, we had a conversation where it was, it was similar to that. It was like, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't in the same space. And then I quickly fell into that space or not even, I mean, it, it, it was a process. And I, and I'm, uh, so like, I didn't read Joey perfectly at that time. This is something like in terms of, uh, I maybe was trying to put something on or wasn't sure what was happening, um, until, I don't know, we had a couple of serious conversations and that's when I think something was like, oh, wow, um, this is something bigger than perhaps I've ever tackled. Uh, and I think that's um, why we've created a foundation that it's very funny that you said April of this year. It feels, I know, lame but to say, but it does feel longer in some ways. Um, there's been a lot of expansion. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. So... Uh Going back to uh, the topic of fear and uh, the way I was talking, it was quite general, you know, eradicating fear or outrunning fear. And clearly I don't have fear in my relationship at the moment um, or I think that I have fear in my relationship anymore. It's more about, um, um, you know, we're in unfamiliar territory. COVID is here to stay. Um, <laughs> you know, the stock market's going crazy. Um you know, we're seeing lots more mental health issues, uh, homelessness, um, things that are concerning, a lot more suffering in the world, and it makes me sad. And um, I want to take it away and 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 um, and stop it, or um, not. I know what it is. It's it's like this fear in my own life, but this fear around me too, and I see it around in mm. the air, and I feel it. Um, mm. You know, when we get these different forms of COVID coming out and variants. And so it's almost like we're on that high alert of being like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? Um, and just not feeling safe. And, uh, you know, just I live in LA. It's, there's lots of people around and we've seen the city deteriorate a lot, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if you agree. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm new here. Uh, I've only been in LA for about a year and a half. And uh, yeah, but I, I certainly see the issue. And But where I was, you know, in New York, it was deteriorating. When I go... Um, Sacramento or San Antonio or Austin, it's, it's a problem. And yeah, we, we live in the age of anxiety, like of fear of, of what's going to happen next. What's, what's going to hit us across the face next that we're not prepared for. Because I mean, I always go toward technology and how quickly everything has changed that we as humans aren't built necessarily to keep up with this level of change. It's just like actually not in, there's a reason why evolution exists is, and we have all these changes happening so quickly and it's mounting and it's mounting, of course it's gonna cause our brains um, anxiety and fear and, and uh, we don't necessarily have the tools right now to understand how to um, face all of that or work through all of that. And so what kind of tools can we use? Well, um, <laughs> I have my own, <laughs> you probably have your own and it's up to us to find our own, but 
Well, it just feels like the world's really changed, right? So um, just to put a word to that for me, or just put that in words myself, I think it's more about, um, uh, what is it? It's like, there's an, like, something, I guess, big feels like is about to happen, or there's just this mm. feeling, there's just feeling. Anxiety. <laughs> it's anxiety, I it promise. It is anxiety, <laughs> but it's more like, you know, the world isn't the same as it was mm. a few years ago, where uh, it, ebb and flow of it all, it yeah. didn't feel like this, where we're in a phase where there's big changes. I wonder about this, and this, the, the age-old Plato's cave, or allegory of the cave, is that Plato? I don't, mm. anyway, you know, when, is, are we just gaining new knowledge? Are we just in this new state where actually this always existed, but we're just seeing more or we're, we're like, I, I don't know. There's something about the veil being lifted for us. So maybe it was always there. And we just, as we grow and age and, you know, these issues come to light, I think it has gotten worse personally, but I think there's an element of that where I think we're just seeing more. I think we're able to see more. Yeah, I just don't, um, I don't know what it is then. I think it's just more, it's funny, like, uh, I was thinking about it earlier, like, you know, when I, growing up, or not even growing up, when I first moved here, uh, my news source was CNN. And, um, oh, that's definitely <laughs> changed. <laughs> <laughs> and how the world's just changed and you realize that, yeah, you, like you say, the veil's been lifted and you realize, mm -hmm. oh, uh, how do we get true journalism? How do we get real facts? How do we get real news? Mm -hmm. How do we understand how uh, people uh, have views that seem so uh, so different to ours, yet they are so they believe in their views just the same as much as what we yeah. believe in ours, even if we're trying to be somewhere in the middle rather than either too far left or too right, far right. right? Yeah. I don't know. It's fascinating, fascinating how people see truth and how you know we are so indoctrinated and uh, so many things change. I know. What happened? Uh, okay, great. Um, <laughs> technology. Um, how, as things have gotten, I don't know, more and more. Uh, oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? Oh, shit. We're talking about the news. Oh, oh, it's, it's how people, how we've been indoctrinated with things that influence our views so much that we have the inability to change our feelings. And we're not allowed the space to change things based on the information that we receive from the outside world. So, but when we see that happening to others, other people being brainwashed, we have to pause and realize we too maybe are being brainwashed. Yes, 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 yes. And I think brainwash sounds so sci-fi and um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not critiquing this on you. I'm, I'm thinking of the word because that's exactly what it feels like. You see these people that you love and you're like, how in the world do they have this? They must be brainwashed. And yet it's such a funny... Um, it's such a funny thing to be like, oh yeah, that, that could be me, but also how, how are we getting this information? Um, and then how, how can we change? How can we talk to people? How can we find that? Um, well, <laughs> in the middle. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's hard to know what the middle actually is. Um, that's also true. Yeah, what is... Uh, Taught to us as the middle versus the actual middle. Yeah. Huh, interesting. <laughs> Yeah, what if political spectrums were wrong and maybe we just go from love to hate or light to dark and then we work from there? I don't know. That's interesting to me. I've never thought of it like that. Um, yeah. Um, it's funny how we think that we're... You know, we talk and we, we genuinely think we're right, right? Um, I think that 
my beliefs are right, otherwise I wouldn't have them. And equally, that means every human must think the same thing about their own beliefs, yet everybody's beliefs are slightly different. So how mm. do we have that curiosity to realize, or what, what is it where it's almost like mm. I'm not having, uh, um, an, I, yeah, I'm not having a complete opinion, or I'm not married to my ideas, my yeah. ideas are able to change. Yeah. Um, and when we hold people accountable to things, saying, hey, you thought like this, and not allowing them permission oh. to be different or change, um, that ultimately is a problem. And I think that's what's causing all the tension in the world too. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think the, the inability, I mean, the cancel, cancel culture, all of that, it's just, it's creating this, um, <clears throat> this world of not being able to have argumentation. It's just yelling on top of each other. There's not a range or a spectrum anymore, it's black or white. And what um, I'm wondering is how, I mean, I don't know, how do we bridge that gap or how do we, I, and maybe it might be learning how to learn again. It feels like people aren't willing to learn anymore. And so because things are spoon fed to us in the news or spoon fed to us online and we don't, we seem to be losing our capacity to think. Um, and to discern and to accept being wrong or right. Um, Actually, I think it's very difficult to learn. Yeah, um, exactly. I think that lecture was an example of that that we listened to earlier, right? Mm -hmm. We listened to a lecture earlier and he explained how, you know, if it was that simple that people could read books and absorb the information, then lectures wouldn't be necessary, right? So the point of the lecture is uh, to help people understand uh, the text or the... Yeah. Integrate it. Yeah. To integrate the actual text and that, yeah, uh, I, I loved that, uh, watching that. It was kind of an accident. I wanted to show him one of my favorite uh, professors growing up, and it just so happened I clicked that on YouTube, and it was this really brilliant uh, little lecture about how you learn and how you teach students and how uh, it, it is that spoon-fed method, how that's starting to take over worse and worse, where we just upload slides or we just give all the information that they studied the night before, and boom, you pass, and then suddenly you're the doctor of... 30 patients and their lives are in your hands. And I sure hope you remember what you studied that one night for that test. Um, that's a problem. <laughs> I hate American testing. Well, yes, uh, American testing is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple choice, you pick A, B, C, or D. Four was, options, you pick one, and they're yeah. all similar answers. So even if you're intelligent or actually <laughs> study the material or know the material, uh, yeah. some of the stuff set up to, to kind of trick you. Trick you. It's tricky. And so you it's have to read trickery. the question thoroughly and be, be uh, alert and awake yeah. enough to understand what's being asked of you rather than know uh, the subject matter. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Like, th we're literally learning as kids in America to be tricked, like to expect being tricked and that everything's just a trick and why should I? I don't know. There's, uh, I have a very visceral, I did great on these tests. Um, did I learn anything? No. Do I remember anything? Not really. Uh, there's a couple of professors and teachers that I can immediately be like, oh, this person taught me how, this person taught me how to think, how to you know, research and actually look for opinions. It just blows my mind that um, I'm not this guy going, oh, these young people not thinking nowadays, it's everyone. It's old people, it's young people, it's technology that's kind of making things just too easy. Um, yeah, I wonder how um, lecturers do decide what to lecture and how to lecture in the techniques. I remember when I went to India, um, I worked in an orphanage for a while and um, we didn't really have a curriculum or something to teach the kids. It was just like, you just taught whatever you wanted. And so uh, <laughs> it was as exciting as that sounds being so freeform, it's quite uh, difficult. And so I really had to sit with my thoughts at night and I really pondered on 
um, the teachers that really stuck, stood out for me growing up, who were my favorite teachers, why, what did I learn, what do I remember learning from school? And those were the th kind of things I used huh. to, to pay forward and give back to the kids that I was teaching. I didn't know this. Yeah. I love teaching kids. I had no idea that Joey taught kids. Um, it, yeah, I love that. Okay, I have nothing more to say on that. Hmm. Lovely. Um, huh. So fear, security, teaching, loss of ability to think. Wow. Yeah. Um, um, I learn. And now I love to learn. Um, I, love, I love getting my information from, from more audio stuff because um, I, uh, it, I feel like it's more um, time efficient and uh, I can absorb the data just as well, if not better, than reading sometimes. I notice when I'm reading a book, um, I'll sometimes daydream or st continue reading but my thoughts have gone somewhere else. And then I'm like, oh my God, I have to turn back the page and go back a page or two. Whereas with um, audio, it seems to captivate me in a different way, especially because I'm listening to stuff that I want to listen to. I'll listen to audible books, audio books, and um, podcasts too. Um, my favorites will be, uh, I love Joe Rogan. You know I love Joe Rogan. Um, and I love, I love Jordan Peterson. I love uh, Russell Brand, um, Crystal and Saga for news. Um, who else do I enjoy? Uh, Chris Williamson. Um, I kind of, they're kind of, uh, there's a wide Impact range. Theory. Impact theory I love, yeah, relationship I like theory them. too. Um, and um, audio book wise, just any material that I want to study or understand or learn. And just, I love it when the writer themselves read the book themselves. There's something just different about it than just um, mm. a professional hired to read the text. It just, there's, it doesn't have the same effect for me. But nonetheless, um, I, yeah, I enjoy audio books for sure. Mm. Yeah, I, I, uh, audiobooks and podcasts are pretty new for me in terms of listening to them for news. More on that in a second. I usually read my stuff, um, and for me, it's, it's about uh, I really don't like voices being biased in my head, so I interpret speakers and people as being very, very, very biased. And so unless I really uh, implicitly trust somebody, I have... Uh, trouble listening or I'm constantly trying to figure out the argument. Uh, I have a communications, negotiation, facilitation background. Um, it just like it just triggers something in me that goes, ah. Now, that being said, uh, I walked into this relationship and within uh, pretty quickly, uh, Joey sent me some Joe Rogan, some uh, Jordan Peterson. And I remember telling a friend and they were like, Joe Rogan? Ah. And I sort of took that as, oh no, this is a red flag. Um, I don't even know if you know this. Um, and so I, I really went on a research sort of journey of reading why people didn't like Joe Rogan. And I didn't find much, honestly. That didn't feel uh, uh, about, about like, I don't know, uh, just people's opinions or feelings that he's saying these things that piss them off or something. And I'm like, well, that's fine. That's like the whole point. So anyway, so fast forward. Um, so I listened to some of his stuff and I, I found that he's a very good facilitator. He, he, does, he does try to keep his opinion out of things. And when he is discussing things, it's really insightful. And when he's interviewing people uh, that I really respect and stuff, it's exciting and uh, it's really well done, I think. Uh, and I'm finding that, oh, actually he's not this huge dick that people seem to think he is. So that's weird to me um, because that, but this is a great example. And the reason why I bring it up is that's me. I had to relearn that. That, that took a number of months. I remember offending Joey at one point pretty, pretty heavily because I was like this shithead or something. And um, he was like, I really respect this person. And I had to slow down and go, okay, I need to start really allowing this chance to happen. And I almost find it unfortunate that if I wasn't dating Joey, 
I don't know if I would have taken the time to take that chance and try listening to him. So uh, I, I find that an interesting learning uh, journey uh, right within that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, ultimately we have to be receptive to uh, having different ideas or different, uh, like even if we have an opinion on something, right? Just being like, oh, if this is something that someone I care about um, finds useful or interesting, mm. let me be curious, right? Let me yeah. let me explore that and understand that more deeply as to how there must, there, you know, seems to mm. at, at first glance be a, a disconnect, but maybe not, right? Yeah. So maybe there's something there of value. Um, yeah. And Joey does give a really great, uh, something that I really appreciate about him is in those moments, like rather than, uh, he, he really gave me things to ponder on and to listen to. And he, he took the time to help me see a different perspective because he, he could see exactly what was turning me off and go, okay, I, I remember he sent me one with Jewel. Mm. And that was uh, almost, it was probably life-changing for me, actually. Some of the stuff in there, and I listened to her book. But um, he, going in, was like, I don't agree with everything he says. Uh, you should listen to this. Turns out there wasn't a single moment that I wasn't completely in agreement. But he had the foresight to be like, hey, this could turn Brian off just because of the nature of who's speaking. Let's just give him a little bit of leeway and trust so that then he can just go in with this, uh, knowing that I wouldn't hand this to him without him um, feeling, I mean, it's honestly, it's about safety, of feeling safe and open. Um, so I think that's something that Joey did very well there. Maybe we're just teaching them how to, I don't, I don't know. That's very funny. Communicate. Yeah, I'm like, wow. Um, so I don't know. I mean, and that just ties back into safety and, um, uh, just anxiety and how these implicit biases are already in us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so I guess ultimately, then, uh, if we have friendships or any relationships of, and someone sees things differently, I guess I, I challenge you to maybe just kind of explore um, what they're seeing that you might not see, and maybe feel or or have the mindset that rather than shut them off or shut it out of being like, oh my gosh, they're crazy. Being like, oh, they must be seeing something I haven't seen yet. And mm. having an open mind, an open heart. And uh, uh, that's ultimately how we become better humans is to want us to continue to evolve and change and grow and be better. And how can you be better if you're not open to um, um, your ideas not being perfect? Mm. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think we're going to wrap yeah, it shortly. Yeah, I think that's lovely. Yeah. I think that's great. It's cool. Um, it's episode one. Yay! Is there anything we need to do at one. the end? Is there any sort of uh, 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 thing we should do, like a tradition? We didn't discuss this before. What, is um, there... Good question. The tradition. <laughs> I don't know. We love traditions. We... Traditions we do. are really beautiful. I, they do. Date night. Um, we love family stuff. Uh, we love our families. We love... Um, that's true. We love... Um, Tradition. We love food. Rituals. I'm just <laughs> we love food. Puzzles. Um, we love we, puzzles. We, we love Christmas. I guess we just um, yeah. We say things we love. We okay, love love. Great. Oh um, yeah. Oh um, how sweet of us. And um, we we love podcasts. We love that's true. And we uh, love we you. love giving back. We love. Yeah. Uh, we want to make a oh, difference. Ultimately, what is the point of us doing another podcast out of the millions Ooh. that are out there? Um, um, and ultimately, it's about trying to find um, an outlet to to give. This is for fun and for free. And um, um, we're going to love 
this journey. As we were listening to a podcast earlier about, or a lecture, sorry, earlier about um, having aim, um, what, mm. are the, what is the tone or what are we going to set up here that's going to be um, helpful to uh, see where this goes? And it's like not having any expectations is probably one of them. Uh, another would be to make a commitment to uh, have a goal, right? So the goal here is maybe record let's be dramatic here, yeah. 200 episodes, <laughs> irrelevant to the outcome of it and just yeah. have fun with it, knowing that yeah. that's what we've committed to. Uh, have fun and joy. I mean, like that to me is like until, like that's the purpose. That's I, for me anyway. Yeah. And when it stops becoming fun, then... That's just life. And that's, you know, finding joy and humor. And I don't know. That's, that's how I'm just going to end that. That's... Yeah. So we've had fun talking to you. <laughs> I hope you've had fun listening to us. Yes. Um, Please leave us uh, your feedback in the, the comments below and mm -hmm. we will kind of adhere to trying to navigate being um, ultimately better. Uh, we want to be creating content and bringing things that, that might be interesting to you guys. Yes. So let us know what, uh, what you want to hear, what you want to see. And, uh, and tell us if one of us is talking too much because I haven't got a clue. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely listen back to this and be like, yo. <laughs> I don't know who. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I feel I feel good about that. Um, well, uh, thanks for listening, you guys, and we'll catch you next time. Good night. Gute Nacht. <laughs>